Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Arthur Most Wesley Euler here on Steelers Nation Radio for the final segment of today's show, which, might I add, is brought to you in podcast format. Wherever you get your podcast, make sure you type in Steelers Blitz and subscribe. And by doing so, you'll be able to get all of this content that you hear because obviously, you know, this is the offseason and we don't do our traditional live schedule, our traditional routine. So the best way to get access to all this content and never miss a beat or potentially get some of this content early when we first post it, mm. make sure you subscribe to the channel. All right, still is Blitz, wherever you get your podcast at. Now, we also typically like to be very interactive, but we know during this time of year, that is a little bit more challenging because of our schedule. But Power Grid and Megawatch, y'all always do a good job of just getting your thoughts, comments, and concerns out there, whether it's right in the moment or when we ask for it after the fact. And you guys have held true. So we are going to read off. Uh, we do have a tweet that we have saved that my man Wes wants to tap mm-hmm. into. But for anybody else that's listening to this on the replay, if you have any questions, any topics that you want us to discuss throughout the offseason, hit us up at Dubbody52. Dubbody. And at Wesley Euler, the good hair. All right. And then whatever questions y'all have, man, tweet them to us, man. And we will try to bookmark those things and get to them whenever we are recording so that we can get those things answered for you as well. But yes. with that being said, man, what you have on the Twitter.com, man? Somebody hit you on the somebody hit you on that desert call. Yeah, Annie. Eh. <laughs> you funny. Annie tweeted us this <laughs> and it. You know, it relates well to that conversation kind of that we, we were just having about uh, Kenny Pickett and, and Brock Purdy in the previous segment. Andy tweets us and says, uh, enjoyed listening to your guys' off-season shows so far from your home studios. Can I ask Arthur Nathan Motes III uh, hey to, talk, to talk about the rookie year to sophomore jump from his own experience and perspective? Yeah, I mean, the rookie year to sophomore year jump was huge because, number one, I finally got a chance to figure out my offseason plan. 
And what I mean is this, man, that first year in the league, you don't have an offseason. You go from playing 10 to 12 games of college football, depending on if you got a bowl game, playoffs, et cetera. Then from there, you have combine training or excuse me, you have pre-draft um, all-star games, right? Senior bowl, whatever, Texas Nation, NFL, PA, East West. So then after that, you have your combine. Then after the combine, you have pro day. Then after pro day, you have rookie mini camp. After rookie mini camp, you have regular OTAs. After regular OTAs, you have veteran mini camp. After veteran mini camp, you have mandatory mini camp. Then you have about two and a half weeks off. And then you have training camp. Oh, so you get oh, a two because, and a half week off season is what you're telling me. No, no, no. Yeah, because as a veteran, you get four weeks off, right? When you think about that last practice in uh, mandatory mini camp to where the vets report at the end of July rookies don't get that lecture rookies report a week prior to or a week ahead of all players on your roster so when you talk about that first year you really don't get a chance to say hey what did i do well my senior season and what do i need to improve upon my senior season how does my body feel what do i need to rest what do i need to uh work harder on you don't get that luxury you don't get a chance to just self-scout you also don't get a chance to just have free time because you're still in the process of moving, right? You're not at one location. As you heard, I listed five different things that all take place in five different very locations, right? And some of the stuff, when you're talking pre-draft visits, you don't even know which teams are calling you out. You don't even know where you're getting drafted to. You don't even know your relocation process, all of that. So when you get to that first off season, after this rookie year ends, you do one of two things. The first thing is you breathe. feels so good finally got a chance to just just sit like i don't feel like i'm running at a thousand miles an hour right now and then the second thing that happens is this you're either going to figure out a way to use your time wisely or that free time is going to ultimately uh be a, a big factor in you not being in the league when we talk about the average career span being two and a half seasons this is why so you remember how busy you are that first year. Now you're to the point where you're not busy anymore. You know why? The season's over. It's January. Or, okay, you made it to the Super Bowl. It's February. You don't report back until March, into April. But yet now when you go in your bank account, you're used to going in there and seeing a couple hundred dollars, maybe $1,000 here or there. Now we know that's kind of shifted with the NILs. Sure, but sure. even to that to that extent, not everybody has that type not of Not everybody, yeah. Kenny, like Kenny, Pickett, that, Kenny Pickett NIL exactly. money isn't a, you know, yeah. the offensive lineman NIL money. Yeah. I know they 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 like to have that feel like that's the perception, but it is not. So with that, now you're sitting here free time, no classes, no responsibilities, a ton of money. Now you got to decide, okay, are you a guy that was always willing to work? Did you always love the craft? Did you love the process? Or are you one of those guys that just loves game day? You just love the money. You love the limelight. And we find out in that moment because the money, the money, it doesn't change you. It just heightens who you really are. So if you're a guy that was a hard worker, you'll be a hard worker whether you got a billion dollars if you got $1. If you a lazy dude, guess what? You lazy (laughs) with $1, you're going to be lazy with $100 million. And that is the reality of it. The guys that take that money, and they say, you know what, I'm going to have fun, but I still got to put my football first. They figure out their trading plan. They figure out their recovery plan. And they make sure that they're handling business while having fun. The guys that are addicted to the lifestyle, 
but they're not professionals. They're just pros. Those are the guys that don't train like they need to. They live it up. They take 30 trips. They spend it on whatever they can in terms of their money. And when OTAs come around, they're usually overweight or out of shape, not to the point where they need to be. They haven't really refined their skills. And they come out making a ton of the same mistakes they made in year one. And the problem is you don't get that luxury of being a rookie because we got a whole new rookie class coming in. So now when you have not advanced from where you were just at a year prior to, but your pay has increased and now I got new cheap labor coming in. Yeah, that's that's the dangerous territory. So that's, you know, how that second year. That offseason really is and why, you know, this is really the make or break time for a lot of players, because this is when you really get a chance to start making hay and really fine tuning your craft. Sure. Or. Or you take that deep breath and you say, I'm a rock star now. You want to live it up, but you don't work the same way. And now you get up out this league, man. It happens to a lot of guys, man. And yeah, it's just unfortunate, man, because you work so hard to get here. But for the people that think just getting to the league is the end all be all, it is not. When you get to the league, it's literally the reset on all that work. All the stuff that you thought was so hard to get here, man, that was child's play. The harder part is actually staying in this thing because every single year, yep, yep, the athletes get better, bigger, faster, younger, cheaper, wider talent pool as well yeah. too. And you got to make sure that every year you holding your own to make sure that they don't replace you with somebody that is cheaper, younger, and all those other accolades as well, man. But that's the big difference from my perspective, year one versus year two, that first offseason from college going into the league. And then that offseason when you've actually had that first season under your belt. Yeah. And for me, the way that I handled it, I was one of those guys, if y'all can't tell, I played nine years. I was never a first round draft pick. I'm not 6'4", 260. I don't look like the perfect player. So I had to work. So for me, did I enjoy my rookie year offseason? 1000% I did. But at the same time, I also was one of those guys who was going to make sure I got that work in, man, and did what I needed to do to, you know, not get, not be a headline yeah. and to make sure that I'm not out this league because those are the things that happen when you give 21, 22, 23-year-olds a ton of money, ton of free time. And a ton of free time, yeah. As, yeah, you playing with fire. You know, you're playing with and fire. Some, right and there. some cloud as well, too. I mean, you're a national yeah, football some cloud, player. Yeah. Some cloud. A lot of cloud, a man. When of you cloud. got that blue yeah. check on IG and you were just talking about in college being just a guy. And now it's like, oh, no, 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 no. Y'all wearing your collegiate gear. Yeah, that's cool that you played at Texas. But what about when I got this Cowboy star on me? Right. Oh, that's cool that you played at Georgia. But you see this Steelers logo on me. Oh, that's cool. You played at Alabama. But man, you see this Green Bay, like even your worst, oh, Jackson, even your worst franchise is going to have more clout as a player yeah. than yeah. any collegiate dude. For sure. Oh, man, I play at the University of Florida. Bro, I play at Jacksonville Jaguars. Like, that's why I play, okay? <laughs> go to your, go to your 8 a.m. I play on the Lord's yeah. Day, all right? Exactly. You know, everything shuts down except football. All right, remember that's that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I and you're absolutely right. And I think that's the important thing too what you just kind of said there like you can you can enjoy your rookie off season you know having that money and, and having should. that free time you, for the first time because, in your life man you work so hard to get yes. there you should yes. but you can just stay like focused with everything too. we talk about man it's play. a balance when it comes to that right it's a balance man yeah you know you can't do it all work 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 because you'll burn out but you can't be all play either because you're not going to take your craft seriously and this game will pass you yeah. by and it's not forgiving that's the other part and if it was a scenario like most professions 
where you could do it for a long periods of time or your earning window could be up until you're 50, 60, it'd be great. It wouldn't be an sure, issue. But the sure. problem in Pittsburgh, or not the problem in Pittsburgh, the problem with football is, man, you play 10 years, you're 30. It's a super it's small it's window. True. And it's not a job that you can come back and play when you're 45. It's not a job that you can come back and do at 50. West, me and you could stop doing radio for 20 years right now, come back and pick up like we never left. Yep. We can't do that with football. We can't do that with with sports. Nope. And that's the thing whenever I talk to some of these younger players or we ever get a chance to just put this out into the atmosphere, you always hear me speak of it like this because it's like, man, this is a, a oh, it's fleeting. special it's fleeting. scenario, yeah. but it goes by so quick. And if you are not prepared for it, you will miss your opportunity, man. And there is nothing worse than you sacrifice so much of your life to get here. And within a year, you blow an opportunity. And you don't stay. Man. Yeah. 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 No. And and that's the thing is, is they don't do a lot of, hey, we're going to come back and check out. See if you improve next year after we kicked you out of the league. Nah, yeah. once they move on, they move on. Like, yeah, that's just and the reality of it. I forget who it was who said it, but, you know, it's, it's cliche, but it's true. Uh, it's a famous coach said this once but you know like during the offseason you're either getting better or you're getting worse like there's no hey, no two things stay the same man with football yeah. that's that's 100 the case man you're, you're either, either getting get better, better or you're getting or you're worse. getting worse man mm-hmm. yep that is yeah. that boy that is some coach speak right there but you had me thinking about my old coach from college man shout out to coach price man absolutely but yeah that that is every that day is you're not way. getting better somebody's out there improving do you, you, i don't think you understand man during during my senior year you know i won the uh, buck Cannon award man national yep. defense player of the year do you know how many times he would come to me every single day that's all you did today that's it you're either getting better or you're getting worse i mean we already seen we already know you could do this but did you get better like what did you approve for and i'm like coach yep. I'm leading the nation in tackles for loss, tackles, sacks, QB hits, pressures. I'll play DN. <laughs> what are we talking about here? But then, you know, when you look up after the fact, you appreciate it. But yeah, that is absolutely. definitely some coach talk for you right there, boy. Lord. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's a good answer there, Annie. I tell you what. No, nah, shout out. Shout out to Annie right there. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Well, like you said too, Motsi, if anybody's got uh, got questions for us, you can still tweet them. We'll bookmark them. We'll get to them. No, without a doubt, man. We definitely will. We definitely will. All righty, all righty. But with that being said, man, we do got action this weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. And I figure to start the convo, let's start with them NFC ballies. Let's, let's start with, with the NFC. We got the 1C versus the 2C. We got the battle of the trenches. They want to beat you on offense in the trenches. They want to beat you on defense in the trenches. They want to beat you on offense. They want to beat you on defense in the trenches. They want to run the ball. They want to run the ball. They like run out there. They like run out there. They got yak. They got yak. They got crazy fans. They got crazy fans. You feel me? What's up? How we feel? How, how we Funny. doing? They they both don't like America's team. Yeah, you know it's all good. Yeah, I mean, well, they got so much in common. Then is what you're telling. It's, me. it's a lot of, a lot of similarities, man. A lot of similarities. You know, <laughs> both both quarterbacks were part of you know a great Big Twelve duel. Huh? Ah, uh, uh, see uh, now uh, you're talking. Uh, uh, now uh, you're talking. Shout out to uh, shout out to the Big Twelve boys. Shout out to the Big Twelve boys. Three all of those four breaks. quarterbacks still standing. Huh? Big Twelve huh? guys. I mean, huh? huh? all gas no breaks. Listen, people give the Big 12 a knock for not playing defense. They're just ahead of the curve. They're prepared for the NFL. That's it's all right. about scoring touchdowns now, man. Let's That's go. right. That's right. Mm-mm-mm. Most quarterbacks in the playoffs with five, 
most quarterbacks still standing with three. The Let's big go. 12 conference. They wrote the conference off, but the conference ain't the right. Conference didn't right. You know, Motsi, they used they to call Western right Pennsylvania back. the cradle of quarterbacks, right? A Montana, name it, and Jim Kelly, yeah. and Dan Marino. Now the Big 12 is just the cradle of quarterbacks. I mean, just de- I deal with agree, it. Man. Deal with deal it, snowflakes. With it. Hey, hey, you don't have to like it. You got to respect it, though. You ain't going to like it. Talk to him, Talk to him, Randy. This is, you know, this is fun. This is going to be a lot of fun, Motsi. This is one of those classic, like, East versus West difference. You know, like, could you find two cities in the United States of America more opposite than Philadelphia and San Francisco? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, Philly's like, we're going to we're going to eat meat and we're going to eat glass and we're going to fist fight you in the parking lot in our steel toe boots. We are going to eat meat and glass. Yep. Meat and glass. And we're going to fight you in the parking lot in our steel toed boots. San Francisco is like, come get some of this, uh, this gluten free uh, seafood veggie wrap here. And we're going to put on our uh, our Birkenstocks. And we got a new app we just dropped. How about yeah, that? That's, that's <laughs> it. We're gonna get on this. We're gonna get on this app here and figure out where the tailgate is. Yeah, I mean, it's <sighs> it's 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 different. If it's different cities, it's similar. I mean, these are two teams that that have a lot of uh, similarities on the field, right? Yeah. Um, but I just like I am very excited for this matchup. Um, I was one of those people that was starting to question with the Eagles, you know, did they peak a little too early or mm-hmm. is Jalen Hurts a little too beat up? Uh, but man, you go out there and you just spank the Giants like that. That that answers a lot of questions. Um, the Niners are certainly a different beast, though. Way more talented on offense, way more stout on defense. Um, a coaching staff that has been together and has played in a lot of games like this, as opposed to the Giants with, you know, first year with Dable and, and a lot of those guys. Uh, but this is this is what I'm excited for, man. This is going to be a lot of fun. No, it definitely is, man. Um, they match up really well together, too. They do. In the sense that they both want to dominate you in the trenches. Trenches. <laughs> they want to play bully ball. They want to run the ball. Both teams want to be physical. Like Hit the I occasional just, I, big play, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm interested to see, though, man. I am, too. Number one, who who's who's going to protect the ball better? Because both of these teams have done an awesome job of that. That's a good call. And number two, who's going to be the more physical team? Philly has pretty much been the more physical team every time this season. Yes. Same thing <laughs> said for San Fran. That's a good point. That's the part where I really do not know because personnel, I think they both have studs on offense. They both have studs on defense. For sure. Sure. I think Philly's depth on the D line is a little bit better than Niners' depth, but I think the Niners have the better high end player in terms of Bosa. Bosa, yep. But man, for Both one Bosa, I'm looking at Riddick, I'm looking at Sweat, I'm looking at Cox, I'm looking at Hargrave, I'm looking at Graham. I'm like, bro, that's that's a lot of heads on. They've that got a side. plethora, a plethora yeah. of options. Yeah, yeah. Who's defense I mean, you think is better though? And not I'd statistically, sl- just like I will, like how I you think, feel. I think slightly, I'd go Niners. Slightly. Because he, here's I, why. I would take, if okay. you're asking me by unit, right, I would go slight advantage for the Niners on the D-line, okay? Okay. I'd go advantage for the Niners at, at the linebacker position, and then uh-huh. I'd go advantage for the Eagles in the secondary. Fair. So the so I'll go slightly Niners, I think. Is, is that see, fair, though, the, or you disagree? That's fair, but I disagree. So for me... 
I go Eagles D line because of the depth. Okay. They have so many pieces where they do. the Niners just have the elite high end. But I'm like, man, Hassan Riddick still got 14 sacks in his own right. Like, man, we ain't tripping on that. Then I got a hard grade with doubles. I got Cox. I got Graham. Like, it's a lot of productivity. Yeah. It's not quite the same the Niners side. a few yeah. years ago when they had young right, Bosa, right. right, with like yes, Forrest yes. Bruckner and correct, even correct. Solomon Thomas was still there doing yes. okay. Yeah. Yes. But then linebackers, hands down, Niners. You know, when you talk about hands Fred down. Warner, Fred Dre Warner. Green lost, not even well, a conversation. Fred Warner it's a conversation. is ridiculous. Yeah, it's not a conversation. He's but ridiculous. then secondary, but then in the secondary is definitely Philly. Brad yeah, Slay is definitely 100%. Philly. Slay's playing that, really well. That is very, very interesting to me, man. But then we take it to the offensive side of the ball. Now I was going to say. Jalen, okay, we like the Eagles at quarterback. Yep. Running back, I'm going mm-hmm. Niners. Yeah, McCaffrey. I mean, no disrespect to Miles Sanders. He's been great, but I'm 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 yeah, the four one two the four one two kid, Miles. Uh, um, this is my, how you feel about the, the O line. I was gonna say the, the O line's like a coin flip, and so are the receivers, it feels <laughs> it like. Like does is Kittle, Brown versus is Kittle, Debo. Is Kittle enough to give the Niners the slight edge there? Mm-hmm. Debo and Kittle versus what AJ and Devontae? That's tough. And I mean, listen, I say that like Dallas Goddard's no slouch in his own right. He's a good player. Oh, no, he, he's dope. Yeah, I just think for him, I feel like Philly fans want him to be Kittle right now. 100%. I don't think he's Kittle. I don't no. think he's Kittle. No, right no, no, now. no, no, no. He's not. I think he's, he's, honestly, he's getting there, but he's not there yet. He's he's getting to like Zach Ertz, which is yeah. which is which not is quite which is not quite Gronk or Kelsey, yeah. but it's in that next wave of really yeah. darn good. Zach Ertz was second year Kelsey. Before Kelsey was dominating, dominating, where we just like, yo, he's a dope tight end. It's a mismatch. That's where Ertz, like, ceiling is. And to me, when I look at Goddard, I'm like, yeah, Goddard has not surpassed Ertz. I know when they moved on from Ertz, that was the way that they were selling it. But I just don't like the productivity and the consistent, the productivity and the consistency for Dallas yeah. Goddard just isn't Agreed. there Agreed. when I watch him, man. So, that's why I didn't include. Him. That's why I was like AJ Brown and Devontae versus Debo and uh, and Kittle. Man, Here's what it co- you know what? Too like I give though. I give the I give the Eagles the quarterback edge, obviously, but I don't. I might give the Niners the coaching edge too. And like that's not the that's not the dump on Sirianni and the job that they've done. But like the Niners coaching staff has been in these games before, whereas and they've lost these games before they have they have. Where the Eagles coaching staff, hey, you flexed last week on the Giants, and that's great, but mm-hmm. this is a different this is a different animal. Yeah. I mean, Nick Seriati, you might not want to be staring into the camera making goofy faces and, <laughs> and showboating this but, week. I but don't see, know. I think of it like this. I think of Nick Seriati the same way I look at Zach Taylor. You don't know what you don't know. So you don't have to be scared of what you're not why you Good gotta point. be scared. That's you haven't point. went out there and tricked off a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. We know the other side has though. You have never been a favorite or been in a situation where you had a chance to add that confetti rain on you and you fall short. Now, we could say it was because the quarterback in terms of Jimmy G sure, or whatever sure. we want to put it on, but it's like, man, the Niners, they got more of that to be hesitant about, to be second-guessing. I think those ghosts come back yeah. to hunt oh, them yeah. way more That's than good Philly. Point. Philly is over here like, bro, last time we was in here, we won a Super Bowl. Last time we felt like this, we won a Super Bowl. It's a good point. And right now, the way we feeling, 
what's stopping us from winning the Super Bowl? A rookie quarterback who hasn't been pressured, who hasn't had to really play from behind just yet. He's had to execute in the clutch, and that's what he did last week versus Dallas. But he ain't really been pushed to that limit just yet, where it's like, you know what, man? Everybody wants to jab this dude, right? Boxing analogy. Everybody wants to jab, jab, jab. But you know what? Let's make this into a good old-fashioned, just nasty fight. Yeah. You got fighters, boxers, MMA fighters. They are clean fighters. When it's a tactical, let them just show their skills. They're pretty fight. Oh, yeah, they're going to look good. Let me kick, kick, kick. Let me jab, jab, jab. That's cool. But sometimes you need a heavyweight. Sometimes you need guys going to punch you in the mouth until you can't punch no more. And mm-hmm. that's the thing that I think Philly is going to do. Is going to do. We talk about the Niners. I think they're going to say, you know what? We don't want to make this a pretty jab fest. We don't want to make this a pretty, oh, let's see who can out-scheme each other, play action, right. pass each other. Right. No, no, no. Let's get in here and just start punching each other and see what happens. This fight the alleyway. First. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's the Philly, thing that I want to Philly see. Philly style, baby. Back them into Call a the South Philly, Philly. Back him into Turn a South Philly in. alley. Let's do it. Ain't that the truth, man? Isn't that the truth? So that's the part where, like I said, I'm, I'm intrigued about that. But then we talk about the AFC element Ooh. of it. Now, be careful. You know, there's been a civil war in Steeler Nation, Motsi, of you can't say nice things about the Bengals. How dare you? Oh, y'all know I ain't got time for none of y'all because the way that people <laughs> was talking bad about them being or talking bad about the Bills and, you know, I felt it directly to being an alumni. Oh, no. Nah. Y'all can kick rocks. Cincinnati went. How about that? Let's go, Jamar two Chase. Point. Let's let's go, Joe They're Burrow. Two point favorites, the Bengals good. in Arrowhead. Good, good. Let me ask good. you this though: they Are win. people are people the Chiefs? I mean, this is five straight years of an AFC Championship game. Uh huh. People are people writing off the. It feels like people are writing off the Chiefs. They trying to, but I don't think that they're wrong. I think regardless of what we want to say, the Bengals have beat this same Chiefs team with Mahomes three times in a row. It's a good point. It's a really Granted, good point. Granted, we know that Mahomes is potentially compromised because of this high ankle sprain, but even if he did not have this high ankle sprain, I still feel confident that Cincinnati just matches up well with Cincinnati. They, uh, they really the do. Man. I mean, with the with the, um, the Chiefs. They just match up well with them. So that's the dynamic for me where it's like the Bengals are still the same way we just talked about the Eagles. They don't need to be scared because they don't know what they don't know. The Bengals don't need to be scared right now because every time they face this chief teams, no, they haven't seen this chiefs as the boogie they're the man. opposite of scared. Yeah. They're, they look at them like, bro, we, they kryptonite. They scared to play us. We don't match it. They don't match it well with us. We oh, and Mahomes isn't a hundred percent. Yeah. Come right. on now. Right. And if you talk about sense, they could rush the pass so they could play well on the back end. They tackle the catch. They tackle the catch. Yep. Okay. Offensively, they can run the ball. We know they can throw it if they want to play that game, too. And they got high-end elite talent in terms of Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. You throw in uh, Tyler Boyd, Hayden Hurst, Joe Mixon. And we know Joe Cool. He ain't go- the moment's never too big for him, man. Oh, you ain't lying about that. I mean, geez. And be careful. Yeah. This is what you can't say nice things about Joe Burrow or else Steelers fans will be all up in your menchies. Um, hey, but they, but but no, we should be because, remember, they told us that Kenny Pickett is supposed to be Joe Burrow. Well, that's a good point. So do we want Joe Burrow to all of a I te- start Mozi, I tell you what, if right, Kenny Pickett, <laughs> if Pickett to Pickens is the new Montana to Rice, I mean, you know what's 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 Burrow to Chase? I mean, uh, uh, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to follow suit because that's what everybody keeps telling me, man. Joe Burrow, it, and it was Joe year Burrow. two for Joe. It was you two year two when Joe went to the Super Bowl as well. He just no man, pressure. he's like he's got year that, two year uh, two Super Bowl year three back to the SC Championship game, yeah. He, the, the the thing about Joe Burrow is like 
when you've got that guy on your team, right? And we all know in the NFL, it football's a weird dichotomy, right, Motsi? Because it is both of these things are true. One, it's the ultimate team game. Yeah. I mean, you need 40-some dudes putting their hand in that pile to have mm-hmm. success in, in, in any given game, from your offense to your defense to your special teams to, to guys who are going to get subbed in and out and maybe only play a handful of snaps. But still, no. you need 40-some guys to, to be involved. So it's it, football's weird because it, it's, it's, one, the ultimate team game, but it's, two, we mm-hmm. also know your quarterback means more than, than anything else at the same time. When you've got a guy just as confident and as calm, his demeanor and his skill set like Joe Burrow, that I think it's it, it like raises the level of everybody else because no, it definitely does. You know that guy's going to take care of his job. So if I just do what I need to do, if I do my job, I'm confident that our quarterback is always going to be you know doing enough that that we're going to have a great chance to win. And hasn't that switch? I mean, Cincinnati went from the bungles to. To the, hadn't won a road, hadn't won a road playoff game in the, their the franchise Escaloser, history. Remember it, the Escaloser. Escaloser. That was the yeah, and now they've won five road playoff games over the last two years after not having won one in their entire history before Joe Burrow got there. Um, it's it's hard to like Motsi right now, and I think that maybe this is is a good way to like if you were to power rank these four teams left, okay? Bengals, Bengals won. I go Bengals one. Yeah, right now I go Bengals one, Chiefs two, Eagles three, Niners four. Ooh, would you go Chiefs two? See, I think I'd go Eagles two. Yeah. The reason I go Chiefs two is because Mahomes has done it too many times for me. That's also a great the, point. O- the only reason I don't have him ahead of Cincy is because I've seen Cincy beat them too many times head to head, home or away. That's a good stakes point. high or stakes regular season. I've seen it happen too many times now. And the only thing that's separating Joe from Mahomes is the Super Bowl. Joe goes up and won Super Bowl this year. What are you going to say? He's got we he's got one think, of the best resumes of any football player already. You see what I'm saying? Like, what I are mean, we going to say? Like, been granted, college we know football Mahomes, national championship. Yeah. Like, granted, we know Mahomes and how you know what he's been doing, the records and stuff like that. And we're not saying that you know uh, Burrow is more talented than Mahomes. But what I am saying is no different than I joked earlier about the whole Brady Manning situation. That would be this again. It's great. Sort it's of a speed, great. Man. Yeah, absolutely. You talk about Manning, man, the talent, the skill, like the regular season stuff, and then even obviously, you know, him winning the ring stuff that he did, that put him in a different level. But nobody during that time frame looking at Brady would say that Brady was more talented than Manning, but Brady was just, they would always win. They had that competitive advantage. Anytime yep, they locked in head true. to head, Brady was going to get out of that stadium. It's a great when I look example. at Burrow and Cincy, I'm like, I get it. I see the similarities. I think that Burrow is more talented, but I see the similarities. And that's the Ooh. part where it's like, man, I don't think that them dudes over in Cincinnati scared of that at all because they feel like their squad is built for that and they got a quarterback that is elite and can match up with the Mahomes, man, can do those type of things, man. Well, Steeler Nation, here's the hoping. Because yeah. I think Motsi's right, but I don't think any of us want to see them Bengals win that Lombardi. I would, bro, we just think about how like just annoying they were this past offseason just for going. Just for the appearance. It's a rough spot for Steelers fans, isn't it? Because it is, man. The Bengals are the division rival who's never peeled themselves off that mat before and, and reached the ultimate mm-hmm. pinnacle. The Eagles, not that they're a rival or anything, but they're in the man, same that's state. The city, bro. They right across the state, right they're across right the turnpike. You got a lot man. of mutual yeah. you know, people like me whose families are split. You got coworkers uh-huh. and stuff like that. Uh, in terms of the Niners, you don't want them to win because then they have six Super Bowls as well, too, mm-hmm. right? 
and and, then the ch- and, for, and, and and for the KP eight crowd, you're never gonna hear the end of it. Then if Purdy Ooh. wins a <laughs> Super Bowl, first rookie quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl, Mister Irrelevant as well. Yeah, yeah, all, all that KP eight that that, you, that y'all wanna that y'all wanna push push push. Oh man, they're gonna be Purdy and down your throat. Yeah, and then the Chiefs too, right? I mean, they five straight years they have been in the final four at least. They've won a Super Bowl. Oh, no, they've you, been to you another. just hear the dynasty. It's the dynasty talk. They'll be the dynasty. The dynasty the talk. Dynasty. And everybody will have to worry about Jackson Mahomes dancing all over the place. I mean, I tell what? You what. think about it though. As quiet as he's been during the season, him hey and him hey and wifey, hey <laughs> man, wifey. Quiet. as quiet as they've been. If they win the Super Bowl, oh, yeah, strike. they win the Super Bowl. They they get the green light. They get the green light. They win the Super Bowl. I can't even. I as much they're as I'm not strike. even a TikToker, they get that green light if they win the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. they're gonna act a fool. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> all right, so. uh who we who we go? Eagles are two and a half point favorites against the Niners. Win cover. Yes, Eagles think, win and they. Cover. I think I think so too. I think Bank. Lincoln Financial is a little too much for my man Purdy, and I think the the Philly folks, man, they beat up Santa. They'll beat the Niners up too. This so this is hilarious. So I have my I have my I've had my DraftKings app open here for like five uh-huh. minutes. The Chiefs, I swear to you, when we started this segment, the Chiefs were two or the Bengals were two. It keeps moving, favorites. right? It keeps moving. They're two yeah. and a half. Now, it literally just moved uh-huh. in the last it five It keeps minutes. moving. Yep. It keeps moving. Because I, I literally, I'm on uh, NFL.com, but you know, they have FanDuel and they keep updating those as well. They keep shifting. I'm like, yo, why they keep messing with the odds, man? <laughs> I, I like the Bengals more at minus two than I do two and a half, but I probably yeah. still go Cincinnati win and co- they win by three or four points. Yeah, I like Cincinnati to get it done and cover. Um, and honestly, man, like I said, I would have said it regardless of if Mahomes is healthy or not. Yeah. I just think that they match up extremely well with them, and they're not afraid of them because they beat them now three times in a row head-to-head. In, regular uh, season, post-season, in Kansas City, matter. too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It did not matter. Home, away, regular season, not regular season, does not matter, man. So, oh, Well, we shall see. We shall see. Yes, 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 man. But uh, like we always do, man, this was a blast. Topping up with you, so got to give a big-time shout-out to my producer, Mr. Wesley Euler. Bing bong. Next up after that, got to give a shout out to the Power Grid and the Megawatts because even though y'all weren't here with us physically, y'all were still with us spiritually and mentally. And shout out to all the tweets that y'all did send. So salute y'all. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Last thing I do is shout out my partner in crime, rocking on the ones and twos, Mr. Wesley Euler. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. <laughs> Here he goes. Here he goes. <laughs> but anywho, man, that will be it for us today, man. Y'all stay safe out there. Enjoy yourselves. And you already know where to find us on your 24-7 home of the black and the go. Stillers. Mm-hmm. Nation. Uh-huh. Radio. There it is. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids, Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. 
Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.